podcast time. Introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, welcome to uh, the introduction to this week's episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. Um, please, please, please don't just check us out here. Check us out everywhere. Yeah, because we're everywhere. Where? We are on facebook.com uh, slash superdivorce. We have our special group on Facebook called the Divorce Club that you can check out. Um, and become a member of and interact with us even more directly, I feel like, than, uh, than some other ways. You can find us on Instagram at superdivorceband. You can find us on Twitter at superdivorce. And uh, we're still plugging Snapchat, even though we don't really add to Snapchat. So Yeah, you can always follow us there, and then if something comes up and it's yeah. like, hey, surprise. Yeah, then, yeah. then you know, we'll be, we'll be there, too. Also, you can find us on our own, our very own awesome website, superdivorceme.com. Uh, there you can, I haven't checked it in a, in a, in a little bit, but you can find all kinds of stuff about what's going on with us. I'm sure links to this and that and the podcast, links to the and, podcast, uh, you can still buy a copy of wish you the best yep. in the store there. Um, and, uh, that, but you know, you want to check that out and keep that in mind because that's where we're going to have lots of information, you know, here coming up here soon. Yeah. Um, and then you can get in contact with us very directly uh, by emailing divorceclub at superdivorceme.com. You know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear about your day. We want to hear questions. We want to hear anything. But more importantly, you can, if you email us and if you put in the subject line to sweet me, and if in the body of the email you put your shipping address, you will be entered to win a free, completely free, completely free mixed CD that we draw for every Sunday. And uh, we have been alternating. And uh, let's see, this week it'll be your win, right? Yes. I will be compiling this week's playlist. Yep. Ten tracks. And uh, that'll be just for you. Just for you. Even write your name on the CD before yep, you ship it out. Yep, they're all personalized the actual CD itself is has is handwritten by Nick. Yep. And uh, those playlists are we're we're taking turns. So this week Nick is compiling the playlist, and then next week I will compile the playlist. And if you enter once, you are entered for life. Yes. So you don't have to email us every week. Just once a w- or just one time, and then you're you're in that drawing every week, uh, henceforth. Yep. Uh, and then we are also personally on various social medias uh you can find me on twitter at bender if you nasty that's the letter u bender if you nasty and then you can find me on instagram at bender butt and uh if you want to follow me on snapchat i think the easiest way to do that is to my profile picture on twitter is my snap code and your name i think is bender's butt bender's butt yeah so bender with a z but I think it's just an S, actually. S? Oh, yeah, just Bender's no. butt. Well, Bender's butt, butts, lots of butts. I'm <laughs> I'm very into butts. So, uh, yeah, search for me, Bender's butt, Zach Bender, Snapcode, whatever. But 
that's how you can follow me personally. And then if you want to follow me, um, I keep it pretty simple for you. I'm just Nicholas Villars, at Nicholas Villars on Twitter and on Instagram, and then just Nicholas Villars on Snapchat. Yep. So we uh, we do pretty well keeping up with all that stuff. I so. need to update my Instagram, but... Yeah, same here. I don't but. have... I got, I, got, I got some stuff to post. I got a new t-shirt in the mail the other day. For some reason, Instagram seems like more of a to-do when you make an Instagram it post. It does, because like, you want it to be you want it to be a good picture. Yeah. You don't just want to like have a stupid-ass picture yeah. you know, on your Instagram. Because you don't... I mean, Twitter, you can update fucking 100 times a day. Yeah, and I'm know. starting to fall off on that, too, and I need to like re-up, you know, get back into the habit of just like posting whatever the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so we're you know we've both been very busy yeah. too. So, but we're 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 keeping we're keeping it up. So follow us, follow the band, and interact with us somehow. And uh, check out today's episode where we cover a lot of ground. We talk about cereal. Yep. Um, how you should eat your cereal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dry or wet. Yeah. Uh, we talk about the best kinds of cereal. We talk about the worst kinds of cereal. We also talk about topical ointments, um, the best and worst, what we use, what we hate. <laughs> and then uh, super, well, not superpowers, video, video game, game moves, powers. Yeah, moves, powers, whatever. Particular uh, two video games, not yeah. just like superhero powers. The ones we moves. wish we had. Yeah. And ones that would be of practical use, yeah, to us. Mostly, I didn't. I, I I really didn't think of any any move where I was just like, "It'd be rad if I had this move because I could dominate my enemies." I was just yeah. like, "Hmm, what's the best way to get the remote from the coffee table?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we did uh, some wrestling discussion. Oddly enough, so that's I'm really excited about that. Yeah, Nick's so, got a boner. I do. <laughs> so um, check out this episode, and we will uh, see you guys soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey, it's the Super Divorce Supercast. I'm Nicholas. I'm Bender. What's up? <laughs> Nothing, man. I'm perpetually tired. That's what's up. Uh, I hear you for different reasons. Yeah, I'm not looking for people. Yeah, I was just thinking about like when I was walking up to the room here. It's like God, I've just completely neglected self-care for like <laughs> four days <laughs> i've been in front of my computer like non-stop yeah doing shit and working on secret things and all that right but yeah i uh, it's like you know i i i can't complain a lot because i do i do go to bed very late but yeah you know Lindsay is a night owl and she you know, she's very adamant about, like, she is going to, she's going to draw her tattoos when, like, she's ready to draw. Like, mm-hmm. when she's in the zone or whatever, because then she's going to produce her best work and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, 
you know, a lot of times she might not get started till like one thirty or two o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, I, it's, it's become, you know, we're getting to bed at like three thirty or four sometimes. And then when do you wake up? Well, you know, usually I, like if you usually, have a usually shift. I, yeah, usually I wake up at uh, now the last couple of weeks I've had to wake up at eight instead of nine to get to work. Um, and then I only have the one day a week on Saturdays when I work a double shift when I have to be up at five mm. and that, you know, I'm like, if she's going to stay up, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to bed. Uh, but I just, even, you know, a lot of times now I get off at like four o'clock and I'll come home and sleep and then wake up and then she gets home and we hang out and eat and then I like fall asleep again and then. You know, sometimes I'll wake up and we'll hang out a little bit more and then go to bed and it's still, like, just not enough. Yeah. Oh, I get it. You know, you have to almost just force yourself to be okay with getting less sleep than you need or else you wouldn't be able to do anything fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you just, you you sit down and you're like, okay, like, I have 24 hours to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's like just gone before you know it and it's the next day and it i don't know why and like you know in, a, in adult life or whatever it's like you you really really have to like plan to do things and then do them when you plan to do them or else well you if never you have do anything if you have interests you know of course it's like i think i told you i kind of i'm not the type of person who just naturally likes planning my day yeah if i had it my way i would just like do what I felt like doing whenever I felt like doing it. But as you were saying, when you're an adult, especially if you're trying to wear many hats, as they say, then you have to really figure out where things can fit. Yeah. It's like a puzzle or else you, you won't get to everything. It just won't happen. Right. So like I, I ended up making a schedule for every single day of the week because my days are different now because of Lazarus being in school when he's going to be at a sitter's house when he's not so like i couldn't just make one day's plan and then carry it over to all seven mm-hmm. like every single day is a little bit different and it totally changes when i have to do certain things and um so anyway to to fit everything in i had to like start being okay with getting six hours of sleep even though i hate that yeah but you know after a while you can get used to it i think you know yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I typically run on, like, four to six. Mm-hmm. Like, on really any given day, I've probably only had about four to six hours of sleep. Yeah. And I get, I guess that you could say at this point I, I'm used to it or something. It's just I'm used to it, but also I just feel a lack of energy yeah overall like like an overall lack like i still will make myself do things or i'll you know have to go to work or if i want to do this after work i'll do it or if i'm going to go out on a saturday i can do it and stuff like that but then you still just even if you know a lot of times and it kind of it kind of sucks but a lot of times Lindsay and i'll be in bed on a sunday all just literally all day you Mm -hmm. know and then and that but that one day of 12 hours of sleep isn't it doesn't it doesn't catch me up yeah. you know what i mean yeah. there's no such thing as like catching up on no, sleep anymore it doesn't work 
I mean, like, I think when you start dipping down into, like, the four-hour range, that's when it starts getting intense. Yeah. You know? I feel like I can hang pretty well on six if I just, if I stay busy, you know? Um, and, like, I'll try and do a nap in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and I think that can help recharge the batteries a little bit. Yeah. You know, if you throw in a little bit extra, you know, just to kind of get your bearings, but I don't know, getting four hours every day, that would be rough. Yeah. Well, I know it's just, you know, like we were, we were pretty good about going to bed around like two. Yeah. But I don't know what happened. There was one day there was just a shift Mm -hmm. and it became like when she got home from work, it wasn't like figure out what we're going to do for dinner. It was like, okay, let's hang out for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then dinner gets pushed back to like, you know, 11 o'clock midnight or whatever. And then we hang out after dinner and then she doesn't start drawing until two or three now instead of, instead of starting it one or, or so, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there, there was, there was a definite, there was a definite just shift one day about like when we were going to do things. It definitely takes a good amount of discipline to stick to it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I don't know. You can, if you set your mind to it, Bender, you guys can get back to going to sleep at the early hour of 2 a.m. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, again, you know, like, again, you still feel like you just don't have a lot of time to do stuff. Like, I, you know, I don't see her Mm -hmm. all except for that little time. And it's like, you know we want to spend time together and, and then it's like, a, it, sometimes it's, you know, a determinant from like going out and doing stuff because it's like, well, you know, we don't have to want, don't want to put any effort into having to do all this other stuff. Like you just want to sit here and like be together. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, but you don't feel like sitting together for like three hours and then being like, okay, don't go to bed. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know, it's been like that for a while. I mean, since even really before I met Lindsay, so, I don't know, just deal with it, I guess. Well, I wish you all the best yeah. in figuring out your schedule. Hopefully one day we'll just be famous and yeah. it'll, you know, it won't really matter that much. Right. We won't have to wake up at 8 a.m. for work or anything. Well, we might have to, but for different reasons. Yeah, for different reasons. We've It'll got press. More fun. At 6 in the morning. Eh, whatever. At this radio station. Yeah, but if we have like a tour bus where somebody drives us. Yeah, that know, would be fine. Then you just finish the show. At... But even that, you know, it's like you finish a show at 11 or 11.30 midnight-ish. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you know, hop on the bus and... I mean, we're just two guys. Like, we're down to have a good time, but yeah, I think if we get to a point where we're on the road and stuff, it's not. It's definitely not going to be party every night. You no. know, it's going to be okay if we have to be up at five in the morning because we got to do radio at six. Ooh, get on the bus and go to bed. Like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> let somebody drive us to the to the next city. Drive us safely. Yeah, that's the only thing that I don't know. You think about, 
you know, these bus drivers and stuff? Like, who are these people? Right. Do you, I, I mean, hopefully you can check credentials and the people who are providing them as, like, possible bus drivers for you would have some way of checking their history. Yeah. You know, you don't want the guy who um, has been reprimanded three times for falling asleep, you know. Yeah. Driving your bus. Yeah. You just get you just get that one friend that's down to sleep all day mm-hmm. while you do stuff and yeah. then drive you all night. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, <clears throat> we asked a few. Well, we asked for some topics of discussion tonight. Yeah. On the divorce club page, and um, I, I I'd like to start with this one here by uh, our buddy Andrew. And he was wondering um, what our favorite breakfast cereals are. Yeah. From childhood and now. And uh, then he would like us to compare and contrast how our tastes have possibly changed over the uh-huh. years. Um, I love peanut butter crunch. Peanut butter crunch? Yeah, a lot. So uh, in the Captain Crunch uh-huh. family, uh-huh. but not Captain Crunch itself. Which I like, but peanut butter crunch is definitely better. I don't know if I ever purchased peanut butter crunch. Really? Yeah. I'm a big Captain Crunch fan. Captain Crunch is like, you know, it's it's good, but it's dangerous. Peanut butter crunch is less <laughs> dangerous because they're circular. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, oops, all berries. Peanut butter. But with peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was a little kid and we go to my grandma's house, she would always have um checks mm-hmm. cereal and we would always we would eat that but we would always get like a spoonful of sugar in the bowl mm-hmm. you know because you're a kid and you don't like plain cereal not me yeah when i was a kid i did not want to put sugar on my cereal well i only did it with like checks or corn well, even, even that shit really i like because my uh my grandpa always had Rice checks. Yeah. It's a little bit different than checks, right? Uh, I think so, probably. Don't, don't checks have like different, sort of like different colors? No, checks were just like the hexagonal. Yeah, I know they're, they're hexagonal. I thought that there were like some darker brown oh, and like maybe lighter like brown. Maybe like multi grain checks. Yeah, okay. But they had a regular kind that were just all corn or rice or whatever. Maybe the way, maybe we had rice checks too. I don't okay. know. Okay. Maybe so. Anyway, it's it's very bland. Yeah. I'll give it to super, you. I can understand. Super bland. I look back on myself at that age, and I'm like, why would a little kid want to eat this <laughs> just by itself? Yeah. It's kind of like eating uh, plain Rice Krispies. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't like plain Rice Krispies. They're, plain Rice Krispies are good for nothing except Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> you know? I like Cocoa Krispies, but I hate Cocoa Krispies because you get so far into the bowl, and then they're all just like soggy and hard to pick up you end up with like a bunch of you know like 20 or so odd (laughs) little crispies floating in the top of your milk speaking of my grandpa he would he would prepare like before bed we'd always get ready for bed when i'd like stay the night over there everyone would get ready turn all the lights off in the living room head back to the bedroom and then like once you were kind of in nighttime mode then my grandpa and I would go back to the kitchen and make a bowl of cereal. 
You always like to have a bowl of cereal before bed. <laughs> Sounds like such a grandpa thing. It is. <laughs> it does sound like a grandpa thing. But he would he would pour his cereal, pour the milk on it, and then like go do a couple random tasks and come back like five minutes later Ugh. after it had just been sitting. Gross. So that like the cereal was just like a mush. Gross. Just like any possibility of it being crispy had uh-huh. to be extinguished before he would sit down and eat it. That's gross. I know. Um, I love Smacks and Golden Crisp. Yeah. Basically the same cereal. Mm-hmm. Those are delicious. That's a cereal that I love and I almost never buy. I, I don't know why, but I I love it. And I think um, in contrast to like cereal in childhood and adulthood... I, for whatever reason, prefer, like, cereal as a snack, mm-hmm. but dry. Like, I buy peanut butter crunch, and I just eat it out of the box, you know? Or I buy cinnamon life and just eat it out of the box. But if I'm going to buy Golden Crisp, I eat it with milk. All every the, time. Every time. And I was the same way when I was a kid, like, you know. But that cereal, is, for me, has become kind of just a snack snack food like chips almost yeah i mean it makes sense yeah there's nothing wrong with that i'm not up in the morning to have breakfast so yeah (laughs) and it's just like it seems like i don't know it's not that weird but it almost feels like too much effort to pour yourself a bowl of cereal and is that where you are get milk (laughs) and then get a spoon and sit down and spoon it all in your mouth like just stick I, your hand in a box. I like I will do that from time to time just in passing. Like if I'm going by yeah. the fridge, I'll maybe reach up and just grab a handful yeah. of uh cereal and then just eat that. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go through the trouble of taking the box and sitting down with it. I do. And eating it like chips. I definitely do. I don't there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I'm not reprimanding you. <laughs> <laughs> I've just I feel like if I'm going to have more than a handful, I want milk in my cereal. Really? Yeah. Cinnamon che- or cinnamon uh, life is definitely, definitely, definitely a, like a chip cereal. I that's one. Even as a kid, I almost never ate with milk mm-hmm. because they're squares. Yeah. You know, so they're dangerous, like Captain Crunch, and. Uh, and you know, same as same as any cereal, but they get it, they're the same uh, build mm-hmm. as like checks, mm-hmm. so they get soggy. You know, when you get halfway done eating them, and they're just they're just better, like little uh, like little triscuits or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> little cinnamon triscuits. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't tried making a triscuit cereal. Yeah. But the typical Trisket flavor is like salt. <laughs> you could leave the salt off and replace it with uh, uh, sugar. Well, or but you cinnamon could, sugar. Yeah, but you could say like, uh, like mini wheats and stuff, or like Triscuits. Well, they are. But what I'm saying is like the Trisket people brand. They should have been looking at mini wheats by now. Yeah, and thinking we can we get can in on that. this. <laughs> This is a market where we can uh, we can maybe gain some traction. Maybe. You have a big name. Uh-huh. 
You start spreading the word. Hey, did you hear Triscuit's got a new cereal? <laughs> uh, word on the street, man. The buzz would be off the charts. I like uh, I like mini wheats too, but I was always um, frosted mini wheats are like the shit. Yeah, but it sucks that they're not equally frosted. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was always like finding gold when you would get that one that was just like caked in yeah. frosting or or whatever it was. Just, Those I would like to let like sit for a while a little bit yeah because i hated how those things were fucking intense the yeah. intensity of the crunch on many wheats is just like too much when yeah. you first pour them you, you have ever... to allow them to absorb some milk you know they had like frosted mini wheats but then they also just had like i don't i don't know they weren't they were just like it was like just wheat cereal and it was mini wheats, but they were like really long. Yeah. And you had to pour them in and then like break them up with your spoon. <laughs> like why the extra work? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some people, some people thought it was fun to go through like, like the logs of yeah. wheat in your cereal. You get to like pretend you're a beaver and I guess build like a little dam in your cereal bowl. Yeah. I don't know. Snow covered logs. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's beaver logs. <laughs> truthfully, though, I pretty much I like I like almost any cereal. Cereal is really I mean it's a it's a great product. It's tough if you go to the store and you have to buy one box of cereal. Yeah, it is because you always see others that you could just as easily have gone with. Mm-hmm. You know, it never feels like there's one right decision to be made, and like. But I would say that my favorite cereal of all time, uh, from when I was a child to now, is Count Chocula. Really? Well, actually, you know what? Um, if I could have the old formula back, they've done something to them. Yeah. You ever have that happen with a food you like? I'm pretty sure they've done something to Peanut Butter Crunch. Okay. It just, like, you know it doesn't taste the same yep. way it did when you were a kid. Yeah. And, like... Your sense of taste is very particular. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can remember and you know if something has been altered, you know. Uh, I think the worst one is Trix cereal. Ever since they uh, went to balls instead of fruit shapes, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not good. It's not a good cereal anymore. I've heard people argue where they're like, no, it's just, you think it's different because the shapes are different. But I think that... You're probably right. Yeah. I feel like over the years, something has been altered in the recipe. Yeah. And it is, it's not the same. I don't eat tricks anymore. That's for sure. Uh, there's a cereal uh, called um, O's. Have you ever had O's? Mm-mm. It's fucking delicious. It's my, it's my dad's favorite cereal. But they're basically like oversized like Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have like a, it's like a honey flavor, but then you know the, uh, in like honey bunches of oats, like the little clusters that are in there, Mm -hmm. the O's are like stuffed with the honey nut clusters. That sounds good. And it's, it's really, really good. It's a good cereal. And I do like honey bunches of oats too. I do too. And I did when I was a kid, but it always felt like old people cereal. Yeah. But I still liked it. Yeah. I, 
the ratio the, for me the ratio of like cornflakes to almonds and uh cinnamon clusters and mm-hmm. whatever else they put in it is far too great yeah they put far too many cornflakes in honey bunches of oats like calm your shit yeah give me some more nut clusters I always felt that way about the raisins and raisin bran. Yeah. I always wanted more raisins. More raisins, which is, like, weird, but <laughs> it's, like, weird for a kid. I liked raisin bran as a kid, but even as a kid, I was just like, why aren't there more raisins yeah. in this? It's just bran sh- flakes. You're shaking the box up a little bit, hoping that, like, your pour will be good. Yeah. No, it never works out that way. I liked uh, raisin bran crunch a lot. Anything, Anything with those those cinnamon honey nut clusters or whatever those are that's that's a good cereal i never liked original wheaties no I thought those were very those were like those were too too bland that's grandpa like, grandma and grandpa cereal. <laughs> not grandpa cereal that's grandma cereal. grandma cereal yeah but i and, like uh, total total <laughs> <laughs> what were the other one um oh god it's like a i feel like it has nut in the name Grand grape nut grape nuts is that <laughs> grape nuts. yeah grape nut Probably. grape nuts I, and it was like like eating concrete yeah almost. grape nuts is is weird that i don't think i've ever had it but the commercials for it would be like pour a bowl and then pour milk onto it and lift it up and like the milk wouldn't even drip off the <laughs> <Yeah>. spoon <laughs> <laughs> It was just like, it was like grits or something. It was disgusting. Have you ever had, I'm looking back uh, behind Bender here. Have you ever had Bootios? I've not had a box of Bootios. Maybe I'll, I have to go and buy some new Bootios soon. So maybe, maybe I'll pick you up a box. Okay. You can try them. Yeah, I'll I'll eat some Bootios. (laughs) They're very, uh, very similar to Lucky Charms. Yeah. Which is another all-time favorite of mine. I do like Lucky Charms. Never, I I like the marshmallows in Lucky Charms. Never understood the people that just wanted, like, all marshmallow. No. It needs to have that that other crunch in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, I loved Oreo O's when they were a thing. I don't think you can get them anymore. Did you ever have had those? those? Man, yeah. it was just like an Oreo cookie in a bowl. It was awesome. Hmm. How about uh, what else? Um, there was uh, French Toast Crunch. Did you ever have that? Yeah, French Toast Crunch is better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch too. I was always a fan of that. I liked I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but uh i think it was a little gritty the cereal was because it it had like it had a very the fine dust. the dust the cinnamon powder that was all over them it made made for like a gritty eating experience that's why i preferred french toast crunch that makes me think of another another topic on cereal here yeah. it's like horrible end of the bowl cereals and I think mini wheats falls into that category yep. because you would get like the shreds. Yep. It's just like a ball of shredded uh-huh. wheat and it wasn't it wasn't good. I only cereal a, a good indicate an indication of a good cereal is if you can eat the whole thing and have just milk that you can drink at the end with no floaties. Yeah. <coughs> um 
what would you think of this? Have you heard of this movie, uh, Man versus what is it? Man versus Snake, I think. Um, about this guy who plays this arcade game called Nibbler. Did I tell you about that? I think I've seen the preview. It's just like Snake, like you would get on a, on a Nokia cell phone. Kind of, but like the original version. Right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's one point in the movie where, or in the documentary, and he's like playing this game in his living room trying to break the high score, and he's got like a bunch of friends over, and like they're just kind of going around the room shooting the shit with each other. And like one of the guy's friends is talking, and he's like, hey man, you know what they should make? They should make a product called cereal milk, where it's milk, but it tastes like the cereal has been in it for a while, and these companies could sell it like you could have, you could have like, you could have like Captain Crunch cereal milk, or you could have Lucky Charm cereal milk. Would you buy something like that and drink it? Because they make like Nestle Quick, like mm-hmm. banana milk and like strawberry milk and shit, so. Would you get one that was I, like I'm a I think I'm a purist and I'm like white milk chocolate milk like that's it like we've been buying almond milk a mm-hmm. lot lately and I don't even prefer I don't even like the vanilla almond milk I just like original I can put that stuff in cereal but I cannot drink a glass of almond milk it just not it, it's I can. not it's not the same but no, I can do it I just don't like when I'm if I try I'm just wanting it to be regular milk yeah we just get it because you know like we don't need milk a lot and yeah. it lasts a lot longer than regular milk so yeah it's you know that's why we we've been buying when we do buy milk that's what we buy but that's only if, that's the only reason yeah i i mean i i don't mind it but yeah like i don't care for the vanilla kind mm-hmm. or whatever so i don't know i don't think if there was a cereal milk i don't know that i would buy it i just feel like milk is such a touchy thing to mess with yeah you know it's already sort of a uh (laughs) like has such a limited shelf life sort of you know so i just feel like putting other things into it just kind of is weird i can see that yeah i don't know if i would buy it myself yeah even, like, of a cereal I really enjoyed, you know? I don't know that I'd want to drink, like, a whole 16-ounce bottle right. of milk that tasted like, you know, it had been used for, you know, Count Chocula. Because you something. just want just... to eat Count Chocula. Yeah. Then. Like, yeah. what's the point? I feel like I brought this up on, like, a podcast we did a long time ago, but my favorite cereal of all time, like... And I, I didn't mention it because, you know, it's it's such a rarity. Like, you cannot get it anymore. It was the, the Batman cereal from the original movie uh-huh. with Michael Keaton. So, well, sorry. If you're about to correct me, I know there was a Batman movie of the anime, or the, uh, the Adam West series before that. Yeah. I know that. So, if you're like, that's not the original Batman. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> We're talking, like, real fucking Batman, Michael Keaton Batman. There was a serial that came out, like, in conjunction with the movie, and it had the logo on the box. It was just, like, a black box with the logo, and 
it was incredible and I wish that I could have some I even if I could um, it would be from like the late 80s yeah and I'm sure it would not taste good someone actually brought a box of it in on um, comic book men I know I saw I saw that episode yeah and they ate it and they yeah were like, gross I know <laughs> it made me so sad because I was hoping that they'd be like ah, it's actually still pretty good yeah and then maybe I'd hunt down a box for myself but after seeing that I was like well it's not worth it. Yeah. Man. Uh, I love... I think... I think as an adult, I've grown to... I mean, I always liked them, but uh, I very much enjoy Frosted Flakes as sort of a simple, you know, just kind of like... Start your day cereal. Yeah. So we have Frosted Flakes at work, so sometimes, uh, you know... Sometimes I'll have a bowl in the morning... Are they the little boxes? Like the No, we get like generic brand and big bags. Oh, okay. But they still, I mean, it still tastes pretty good. I feel like it's hard to fuck up Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Did you ever have uh, cereal at school, like for lunch? Yeah, we had little Kellogg's, uh, you know, single serving yeah. whatevers. And then you'd, you'd like make a bowl out of the box itself. Uh-huh. You yeah. just would like peel off the top and then pour your milk in and then. Yeah. Yeah, we had that. Um, I would get it sometimes. I like, uh, my favorite to get in that sort of scenario is, uh, Pops. I love Pops. Like Corn Pops? Yeah. Yeah. Like Kellogg's Pops. Just Pops? The yellow box. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they were Corn Pops, but they eventually just called them Pops. They like, just call them Pops now? I think so. The yellow box, and they were like... I always called them... Corn pops. Corn pops. I don't think they're corn pops anymore. Maybe they are, but it says because I pops thought, real big on the box. Because I thought it was like the cool way of saying it. Like at the end of the commercial was I don't know if you remember these. Like the it'd be some wacky caper happens over the course of thirty seconds uh-huh. that leads to the kid getting his corn pops, but the ending slogan was always, I gotta have my pops. Yeah, I gotta have my, yeah, that cereal, yeah. But I always thought that was them saying, like, this is the cool way to say it. It's actually called corn pops. I think. Oh, well, I mean, I, I always said the cool way. I always just <laughs> called them pops. I guess I was cooler than you as a I kid. Guess you were. <laughs> well. Yeah, I gotta have my pops. Yeah, I like uh, that's that's what I would get at school or whatever if it was available. Um Well, that's that's some good cereal talk. Yeah. Thanks for that, Andrew. Yeah, good cereal. I feel like we we uh poured your topic uh in a big bowl. <laughs> Just ate it right <laughs> up. Ate it right <laughs> <laughs> and now, now that we've uh, finished off our uh, cereal for breakfast. Yeah. Let's move on to the next topic for lunch here. Uh-huh. This comes from Justin Ortiz. He is the two-time uh, Too Sweet Mix CD champion. Yeah. He just won this week again. I know. And I... Good for him. Sent that off to him today. Right on. And that was your playlist. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It yeah, was. it was my 2016 top song playlist. Some good stuff. Yeah. Some stuff that I had not listened to, so... Did you listen while you were creating um, the CD? I listened while I was driving around a little bit. Yeah. 
um, because I had to download probably about half of the songs on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got the playlist saved, and now I can listen to it myself. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so that's fun. Justin wants to know, what are our favorite topical agents for various maladies and disorders? I don't even know how to answer this question. Well, let's say you get some poison ivy. <laughs> Do you go with uh, like the uh, traditional pink calamine lotion? Or do you use, like, the clear stuff? Like the off-brand Kroger? I so rarely use topical ointments. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Um, it's not... How did he word it? What is the... the... Disorder. For various maladies and disorders. disorders. Okay. Do you ever use head-on? No. For a headache? No. You remember that stuff? No. The fucking infomercials would always be like, they'd say it a million times. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. It's just like, it looked like a glue stick. <laughs> and people would just like rub it across their forehead. <laughs> it, was supposed to, it was supposed to be like, you know, a topical agent yeah. for your headaches. So you didn't have to take uh, Tylenol or aspirin or something. No, I always pop pills. Okay. Um, I will say, I very recently, actually, in the last week or so, Lindsay has um, concocted this face mask that she found online. And I don't have, like, the worst acne problem, but... It's nice to use. It's got a nice clean base, you know. So I've been using it with her, and it's uh, well. The great thing is, it's a it's a product that she bought at like Sephora or whatever, and it was like thirty dollars for like this little you know little whatever tub of it. I guess I don't know, but she was looking online and found the recipe and you can like buy all of the ingredients at like the vitamin shop and just fucking make it yourself and it costs like twelve dollars you know and you get like way more than you would get spending forty five dollars at sephora so anyways it's um it's aztec powder uh clay powder aztec clay powder and tea tree oil although you can leave that out if you prefer which is probably a good idea because it burns um and organic apple cider vinegar Mm -hmm. and then like a little bit of water Hmm. and you you like measure it out and you mix it up and it forms like kind of a, a mud and you put it on your face and you leave it on for like 10 minutes or so and it's like an intense experience you can you can feel it like pulsating yeah like pulsating on your face and it's almost like uh i imagine it's as it's drying you know it's like pulling your face but then your face is trying to stretch back yeah so you know i i assume that whole 
sensation is, you know, like supposed to, it's kind of like a, it's like a wrinkle reducer because it's literally kind of flexing your face, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I've been using that. Do you rinse it off or do you peel it off? Rinse. You okay. can, you scrub it. Um, because it does dry, you know, mm-hmm. it dries a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been doing that, you know, that's a, I guess that's a topical thing. That, that I is use. topical. Yeah. Also, um, like a, a charcoal face wash uh, is really cool. It makes you, it makes your face feel minty afterwards. It's, it's interesting and it's cool because it's black. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just fun to like put a weird colored substance on your yeah. face. You know, it's just like this black bottle and you squirt on this black all over your hand. Mm-hmm. I use that stuff, I guess. Other than that, I really, I seriously, rarely, I never use topical ointments. Well, that's it's topical. Yeah, it sounds like you're using topical ointment on the reg. Yeah, you know? within started within the last like two or three weeks. Yeah, very very recent uh, addition. Well, I hope you keep up the practice. Yeah, me too. It sounds wonderful. It's pretty nice. Maybe I'll have to try it. Yeah, it makes you look real pretty. Huh. I like Tiger Balm. I've never... It's kind of like Icy Hot. Yeah. You know? And it's got a cool name. It does. It does. I, I know I know of it. Mm-hmm. I've never used it, though. Yeah. If you've got an ache or a pain or something, or, uh, bruised your leg because you weren't paying attention, and maybe you walked into the, uh, the dresser, or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fell up the stairs. Fell up the stairs. Kick the corner of the coffee table when you're yeah. walking by. Stuff like that. Stupid human shit. Maybe know? I should. Uh, maybe I should get some of that though. I I get uh, like Charlie horses behind my knees from oh. standing around all day. Be good for it. Maybe that would help. Be another good <clears throat> topical agent <laughs> to add to your <laughs> arsenal. <laughs> um, a topical thing I don't like is I do not particularly care for um, witch hazel when getting tattooed, Hmm. which is weird. Why not? I don't know, but I don't like, I don't like getting it and then having somebody go back in. Mm -hmm. I guess it's fine, like at the end of a tattoo, because I know it kind of calms the, it kind of, it helps to calm the redness and then you can get decent pictures of it, you know? Um, but you know, your wife has done it a couple times where she'll, you know, she needs to take a break or it's time for a break or whatever. And she'll Mm -hmm. spray some on there. And then when we go back in to, to get started again, she tattoos, it's, it's much more excruciating for me. So I believe it's, it's also a, a natural, uh, uh, antimicrobial. Yeah. So, if you're taking a break, I think then that kind of safeguards it for, you know, that, that period where right. it might be exposed. Well, the last couple of times I've been tattooed, I've refused <sighs> witch hazel during during breaks mm. because I don't like it. Mm. Granted, I don't particularly like getting tattooed yeah. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. I used to, but now I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Just put it on me. Just get it over with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish my chest soon. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna book 
an entire day yeah and just suck it up and go and fucking do it because yeah i want I'm sick of not having this thing finished i want Lindsay to try to rework my chest mm-hmm. and i think she can do it and i think it'll be amazing and i think it's gonna suck mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we could go in on the same day yeah maybe suffer together yeah I'm trying to, I'm going to, this year, my goal this year, and uh, I'm going to bring it up once the new shop is open and everything, but my goal this year is to have Jesse do a full back piece on me. What do you have in mind? Uh, I would like her to do her version of the stock, I think. Oh, wow. That'd be really cool. Because I want something, I, you know, I've had this idea for a while, but I want something beautiful and monstrous yeah and you know i don't want to like take away from how creative and talented your wife is but you know there's there's just there's just certain designs you connect with and fiona staples design of the stock is just like it's mind-blowing to me it's so simple Mm -hmm. and it's so awesome and i just think like it's an amazing character. Yeah. So, and I think Jesse can really do something like fucking rad with it. So mm-hmm. I'm picturing like you've seen, you know, Dale. You've seen Dale's back. Yeah. Very much the same setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that space where like Dale's girl has like her kimono and everything that comes up. Yeah. It would be all of the stock's hands, kind of coming up, and uh, I envision her sort of like maybe holding a skull mm-hmm. and sort of studying this skull and then have, you know, like a couple other things in her hands or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that, that character to me is just, I mean, it's, she's a monster, but it's, she's just a beautiful character. So from saga. Yeah. From comic saga. book. If you're not familiar with who the stalk is, you could find many pictures. If you just type that in on Google yeah, or your web, uh, uh, fucking, what do you call that? browser no search engine yeah that's what i was looking for i don't know why anybody would use any search engine other than google but well some people are all about bing i don't know why i've never used anything well i have i used to use yahoo Uh like way way back in the day but i mean ever since google has gained prominence that's pretty much what i've used i don't know if you can still use lycos or Ask Jeeves. <laughs> I just don't I, don't. I don't. I don't see them. It's when when you have something that the product is what you refer to that activity as. Mm-hmm. That's the product you use. Like, like we say band aids, even yeah. though band aid is a brand. You mm-hmm. know, it's like. When you want to search something on the internet, what do you say? Why don't you Google it? Yeah. Like, mm. why, why <laughs> even try? Like, Bing, what the fuck? Why even try to come up with a search engine? Eh, just just Bing it. Just Bing it. <laughs> How big of a dork would you be if you told someone, just Bing just it? Just Bing it. It makes no like, sense what are you talking me? about? Why would you try? Why? You know, okay. Bing, the search engine. You Oh, you mean you want me to Google it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Tiger Balm. That's good stuff. Yeah. 
There you go. I don't know about any other ointments that are like really favorable for me. I will use calamine lotion if I get uh, poison ivy, but I don't like to because I don't like all the pink goo yeah. all over the place. So if I can track down some clear calamine lotion, I like that. You know what? Um, I'm going to say that's that's a, that's a major key. That's a big discovery, the clear calamine lotion. Yeah. That really helped people. So whoever came up with that, thumbs up. <laughs> you did a good job. You, you, you're a genius, whoever you are, because that is... That is seeing, uh, that's seeing a product that everyone wanted and didn't realize it until they had it. Yep. Because everyone for the longest time probably just thought, well, fuck me. I've got poison ivy. Now I've got to look like an idiot with this pink stuff all over my arms and legs. Uh-huh. And then someone one day saw someone with calamine lotion all over their arms and they're just like, you know what? Why, why the fuck can't we, we can make this clear there's there's got to be a way yeah and they found a way to do it some scientist saw that and he was like i am going to create some clear calamine lotion and i'm gonna sell a shitload of it (laughs) (laughs) in fact i wonder why they still sell the pink stuff if you've got the alternative yeah like do you think there are people who get really jazzed about when they get poison (laughs) ivy and it's like yay now i put this Pink lotion stuff. I all think over I've my only own. had poison ivy once in my entire life, and I don't think I used calamine lotion. You just let it go. I don't know if I would just let it go, but what else would I, you use? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else you use. I, I was, feel like that's the only thing. That I was young. If I if I got it, I was really little, and I do not remember. But I think I've only had it once. I've never heard of an alternative, like. Maybe I maybe we maybe we had clear calamine lotion and I just don't I just don't have any recollection of uh, having pink goop on my person. <laughs> I always heard that going to the swimming pool was good if you got poison ivy because of like chlorine and stuff. Yeah, it would like chlorine. dry it out. Yeah, that makes sense. And also uh, another uh, poison ivy quick tip <laughs> is. This would be more of a quick fact: is that once you've once you've contracted, once you've been uh, beset with poison ivy, um, and you've been poisoned by it, <laughs> it will not spread from scratching it. That's really? an old wives' tale. Uh-huh. The only way it spreads is from the oil that gets on your skin initially when you make contact with the uh, the poison ivy plant. Uh-huh. So if you are out working in the yard, you go inside, get rid of everything you're working in and, you know, wash it immediately because if you get any poison ivy on you in that process and it gets on your clothes, um, you could take those off, put them to the side and then go back to work in the yard the next day and get more poison ivy by putting your clothes back on if it has like the oils on it. So... That is kind of a quick tip. Yeah, there you go. Don't get poison. I don't know. Don't get poison. Wash your clothes after you work in the yard or you go into the woods. Yeah. Save yourself the trouble. Yeah. But if you get it, take a shower and don't worry. Uh-huh. Don't scratch it, though, because it's not good for you. No. You don't want to get an infection. Right. 
but it's not going to spread it. Right. There well, you go. There's this has been super botany. <laughs> <laughs> super botany. <laughs> I'm so happy that, like, we have a band name that anything we do, we can just throw super in front of it. Like, it just pleases me to no end. It's great. We have another super topic from Justin. We do. Um, what is this? If you could have one move, if you could have one move from a video game, what would it be? So I guess one, one sort of power, yeah. um, thing like that from a video game. And he's left it wide open. So yeah. It doesn't even have to be a fighting game. It can just be any move right. that any character has done in any video game. I think this is kind of a this. I've been thinking about this. It's kind of a tricky question because I don't want to answer with something that can just be a superpower. Yeah. You know, like I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh well, it'd be really cool to have like the warp strike from Final Fantasy fifteen, but like that's really just teleporting. Like it's not, you know, it's cool, but. But you have to have that, that you have particular, to have particular, uh, I don't know, I just watched King's Glaive. Yeah. So I don't know if in the game you have to have like this particular weapon to throw and then teleport to it. You can do it with any weapon you have. Oh, any weapon? Well, okay. I mean like any bladed weapon because he has guns and stuff. But, oh, okay. you know, you throw whatever. And, okay. Because you know, in, in the movie, all I ever see them do it with is this one particular one style sword. of sword. So. Well, I mean, it could be, I I haven't even picked up Final Fantasy again, but you can, you know, switch between your your melee weapons uh, if you warp to, like, a point, you know, you, if you, there's, like, points in battle that you can warp to that will automatically regenerate your MP. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets you out of the fray or whatever, and then you yeah. can go back in. Um so if I have like my javelin equipped, but then I warp to a warp point, it might be the sword that he throws and sticks in. But then when you warp strike back at somebody, he strikes with the javelin or, okay. or whatever. Um, I haven't paid that much attention, so it could very well be the the one the one okay. sword. I was just gonna say if it if it was just the one, that would be a very particular style. It would, of warping. yeah. But I don't it know. Would. That is. You still get kind of like, you know, shades of Nightcrawler. Exactly. Just, yeah. You know. Yeah. Bamf. <laughs> Badass motherfucker is what I think every time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's so. This is a good question because it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Especially like you said, if you're trying to not, if you're trying to choose something that can't also be just a generic. What would you choose for your favorite superpower? Right. You know, something unique to the world of video games, or, you know, I guess, a video game in particular. I'm trying to think, too. You try and cross certain games off the list immediately, like anything coming from Marvel. You're not even going to go there, because that's that's your superhero superpowers. So... But you know, but that doesn't that doesn't exclude like Marvel versus Capcom because you have that whole Capcom side of characters, yeah. you know. Um, man, I I think it would be cool 
to have scorpions get over here move. That would be neat. You know? Would you just use it for stuff around the house? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I'm going to grab a box of Captain Crunch, like, yeah. get over here! <laughs> you'd have to be able to perform it with a gentle touch, though, so you didn't destroy the box. True. Get cereal, like, all over your True. Apartment. No, everything in my house is just going to have holes in it from where the <laughs> spear goes through it, and then I pull it to me. If you could learn to finesse it, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, take the... Uh, you know, you just take the you take the spearhead off of it, and you add like a little weight. You know, that way when you shoot it out, the weight will tie around things, and then mm-hmm. pull it to yourself and untie it. You know, or you could add one of those uh, sticky hands that you get out of <laughs> yeah. uh, vending machines. Yeah. <laughs> just get over it. <laughs> just, just comes back at you. But it drops halfway towards you. Yeah, because they never... Yeah, they just never... They never adhere properly. Right. You know? mm. Mm. What if you just had, um, like, Mario's flying hat from Mario 64? Is that a move or a power? I guess that's a power. An upgrade. Yeah. His, I guess a move would be more like his his jumps yeah his triple jump yeah that'd be a cool move to do you can you can literally do that though if you try well not that high no not that high but you know if someone saw you going down the street (laughs) 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 top of a house yeah (laughs) that's true that would be and you make you make i think it'd be cool if you choose this move it also like makes the same sound from the game when you're doing yeah. it, like in the real world. Uh huh. So you're running. It's just like, yeah, yeah, what? Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Did you see that? That that would be pretty funny. Could you? You could also add like when you get the triple, you know, where he like does like the front flip or whatever. Um, you can also you can dive out of it like yeah. he does in in Mario, and that like gets you greater distance. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. I, it's hard because you know you want to think of something that's not typical. Like I don't just want uh, a sure you can or anything. You know, like you don't. I feel like it'd be cool to um, do like the, you know, just curl up into a ball like uh, in Metroid. Yeah, and just roll all over the place. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. And I think it'd be different than... I guess it'd be a little different than Sonic's. Because I feel like his... Maybe there's not as much control. Yeah, no, there's not. He's going a little too fast. Yeah. I do not like Sonic games. None of them? I'm not... I mean, like Sonic Adventure... I mean, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle had that special place for every kid that had a GameCube. But... But even that game, you know, let's be honest, you get past that snowboarding through the city level and then you're just like, what is this game? (laughs) 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 They blew their loads so fast in that game. Yeah. You know, because you had all the levels where, like, you had to, like, you played as Knuckles, but you had to go, like, scavenger hunting for things, and it was like, what? Yeah. I don't know, I'm just not, like quick you know like 
quick on the uptake with mm-hmm. Sonic. It's it's I always get a momentum going and then get hit by an enemy like every time. I was thinking Metroid, but I was thinking about her, you know, her cannon, which isn't really a move, but just like being able to charge it and being able to switch it to different powers and things like I mean if you're fighting things, yeah. Mhm. I'm trying to think about like everyday yeah living just in my life. Oh, well, no. Yeah. I love one of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters is Smoke. Mhm. And uh he has a move. It would be similar to Scorpion's, but it would be better. So I think it would be cool yeah if uh you had the move Smoke has a move where he throws a little, like a smoke ball at your opponent's feet and it hits the ground and opens a portal and they fall like right in front of him. So you can like do that and then uppercut the shit out of them while they're falling. Yeah. So that like practical use, you know, anything in the house, you just like throw this little <laughs> smoke ball at it and then just hold your hands out and it'll yeah. fall right into your hands, you know? Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be. I like, I like smoke a lot. And then his little teleport you know again kind of a basic power but just being able to become smoke and like Mm -hmm. move through things is he's always he's always fun he was my my go-to in Mortal Kombat 9 Hmm. I'm trying to think of other like unique video game characters and moves that no one else really does. It's tough. Yeah. Because moves are so, uh, I don't know, they're they're so uh, recycled oftentimes. Even, I mean, there usually are some variations, but... Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know. Think of anything else? I don't know. It's it's I. I'm trying to look at like video games that I've got yeah. around me, around me right now. Just because <clears throat> we're talking moves, right? Not like a suit or something. No. Um. You know, I know it's possible in real life, but, uh, I like, like, um, you know, in plenty of games you can, like, wall jump. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you, like, in, especially in Tomb Raider, a lot of times you'll have to jump towards a wall and she kind of catches herself and then skips up it to the next ledge. I sure as hell can't do that myself. It's possible but extremely difficult but i think it would be cool to just be able to yeah like no matter what you yeah. know that made me think of like some of the shit you know the character Ezio mm-hmm. or connor or you know whoever from assassin's creed but that's all kind of real world parkour stuff right so, it's not not one hundred percent particular to those games, 
but um, is there anything Link does that no one else can do? Uh, Not really. I mean, aside from his like spin attack, which you know is like doesn't really have any any real world application. Yeah, he doesn't really. Every almost everything Link does relies on, you know, an item that he has. Really. How about, like, how about Kirby? The ability to just like suck things up, and also like and suck in air and and then just like and float. Inflate. That'd yeah, be kind of uh, neat. Yeah, I'd float. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Just become a balloon and. Yeah, you know, it's not a, it's not like a, it's only part of Star Fox because of Super Smash Brothers, but his, like, move where he just dashes forward really fast. Yeah. Like, that would be kind of cool, because it's not really teleporting, it's not like the Flash where you can run really far, it's just like you can go from, you could go from here to there, it, it's like small world application, you need to go from the kitchen to the living room, <laughs> boom! You just dash. There. Yeah, you just go. Like, been sitting there in a meeting for three hours and you really have to take a poop? <laughs> Boom! You're there. You take a poop. <laughs> you could dash, like, out of the office and then down the hallway. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to sort of stop and recharge. Yeah. But only for a second. Even in the game, he only has to stop for that split second and then he can do it again. There would be, like, a maximum distance you could go. Right. You know. You can't dash all the way across a field. No. Well, I wonder if you could do you could do like you know ten yards at a time or something. Yeah. You know, get down a whole football field in a hundred or in you know whatever twenty dashes. Or yeah. Something. Whatever. That would be it is. too bad. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then, you could, then you could become a pro football player. Just <laughs> do, 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 you know. Yeah. No one would get you. No. Make lots of money. Yep. I don't know if they'd outlaw you though. They might. But I feel like that'd be discrimination. Yeah. If you're the only person born with the ability to dash, and like, well, you can't play. Why not? Right. Because I was born this way? <laughs> hmm. Well. Yeah. Sounds a little, sounds a little, uh, you know, discriminatory to me. That's right. What would professional sports do with, like, the first mutant? That's a good question. If there, if there's only one, you know, and they really want to play sports, but they're just so much better yeah. than everyone, you couldn't just tell them no, could you? Um, I, I don't feel know. like they would just... they could they, but like, could they regulate it though? Would that be also discrimination? I mean. If they're not taking any performance-enhancing drugs, it's like this person uh -huh. can run like a hundred miles an hour. Like, what do you, what do you do? But then, it, but at that point, though, but it does become like, well, who's ever gonna beat them? I, you're not. Yeah, you won't. If like, if you know, somebody who can dash or run or jump really high or whatever you know 
wants to play football, that team is never going to lose. So it's just like, it just, it automatically sucks all the fun. <laughs> I mean, I hate football anyways, but it would automatically suck all of the fun and excitement out of football because every game this team plays and every Rose Bowl and every Super Bowl and every bowl, it's just going to be this team wins because they've got this one dude that all they have to do is get the ball to him and it's game over. So maybe that becomes the entire strategy then. You'd have to make sure this guy never touched the ball or else you're just going to lose. Every other team in the NFL has to figure out how to... They have to retool their entire strategy to just block this one dude. Yeah. That would be weird. Because like like you said, if he gets the ball, that's that's going to be an automatic score right. for the other team. So your entire strategy would have to be based around making sure that he never touched the ball. That would be... Maybe, maybe I'd watch football. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when that team finally... Because I feel like it'd be a while before anyone figured it out. Oh, yeah. So when someone finally did beat this team, it might be what the entire league centered around for like, you know, 10 years. It was like, is anyone... I mean, because imagine all he has to do is be the quarterback. Yeah. And the ball gets hiked to him. <laughs> you know, how many times do quarterbacks get blitzed? Like, it, you know, and, and whenever they do, it's because they're holding the ball looking for somebody to pass to, and they don't notice the guy coming around the back, you know? There's also the safety issue of if he hit someone running 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, if someone did happen to get back there, but he's just about to take off, I wonder how long, if, if this guy goes from like 0 to 100 after he takes one step, or if he has to kind of build up into it, that'd make a difference. Yeah. Because if it takes a few steps, then you still have an opportunity. But if he can just go from standing to running 100 miles an hour... That probably would be. Uh, then I, well, then I think it would become a safety issue, and I would I would imagine he would be. They wouldn't let him play after that because they're he's endangering the safety of other players. Yeah, you know. Well, then you could you could he could still argue discrimination and stuff. He but could. I you know I would have to imagine in the real world, you know. Even if, like, I supported the mutant because it's a mutant and it's fucking cool. <laughs> like, even if I was behind him, I'm just imagining in the real world, they would somehow, they would find a way to to prevent him from playing because of the safety of other players. I think everyone, I, they'd probably have uh, a strike. Yeah. No one else would want to play against this guy. That too, yeah. They'd be like, sorry, it's just unrealistic. Right. It makes the game pointless. We can't... We're not going to do this. We're, we're wasting our time. Yeah. And then, hopefully... Hopefully, the mutant would realize, I'm just making this... Just ruining it for everyone. Yeah, just because I want to play. Right. No one can touch me. Maybe that should be good Maybe enough. then he starts... Maybe then he creates a brand new sport himself, where it becomes... The sport is what your strategy was. You know, it becomes how do we beat the mutant mm -hmm. you know what do we got to do 
to like win and he comes plays like basketball or something instead. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't maybe maybe he can't play football, but what if, you know, you've got a guy who can run a hundred miles an hour but then you put him on a basketball court, then what do you do? Yeah, because then he'd still have to be able to dribble the ball. Yep. One hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Which and he'd be he'd have to be able to shoot. Yeah. You'd have to be able to like actually make you know, make baskets. Be like maybe football's not the sport for you. Yeah. Try basketball. Or you can play baseball, I guess. Baseball would be I think you'd have the same sort of like safety issue as football, like running into somebody on the base. Yeah. But you would almost they would almost have a little bit more of a level playing field because maybe he can't hit every ball. Mhm. You know. You know, if the other team's got a really good hitter, they're scoring runs. You never know, unless he's just, like, running around the entire diamond catching balls <laughs> and whatever. But you still have to be able to catch. Yeah. So, And if somebody hits a grounder, it's not like you can just pick it up and, you know, you got to pick them up and get them out. Football is not the sport for this guy. No. That's what we figured out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are other things. There are other games you can play. After much deliberation, <laughs> we have decided that football is not the right sport for this mutant. Yeah. So, try other sports. Yeah. Maybe you'll find a better fit. Well, I think that's all of the, uh, that's it for questions from people. Yeah. More than normal. Yeah. We're, get, we're building. We're getting there. Yep. So, thanks to Andrew and Justin for, really, those two those two dudes are always keeping up. Holding it down. Holding it down for, you know, the other 86 people in the divorce club. I wonder... I like, when I post in there, I wonder if, um, because it shows you how many people have seen the shit you post. Like, it says, seen by six. Yeah. When I asked for topics for tonight. Right. So, like, what's going on there? Because we have, like, 80 people or something, so... I, why, why? Because if you're in the divorce club, you should get a notification that there's been a post. Unless people have just, like said they don't want to see notifications from the divorce club. Yeah, they but then you you have to specifically go in and do that, I yeah. think. And if they've done that, like why are they in it to begin with? Yeah. I don't know what's going I, on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we just need to start adding random people to the divorce club though. Maybe we should start tagging everyone. Every, every single person <laughs> yeah. in the divorce. That would be funny. Then they have to see it. Yeah. Yep. And then we would know they had to ignore it if yep. they didn't at least like, you know? Or, yeah, or, yeah, you, all you gotta, it's cool if you just like it, you yeah. know? And then it just, it shows that you appreciate the content we're producing. There's some solidarity. Yeah. Doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? I uh, am finally feeling a little bit more comfortable. I got my tax return yesterday. That's good. So, I, uh, Lindsay and I got caught up. In, we weren't very far behind mm -hmm. or anything like that. But we, like, caught up on all, like, squared away on bills and rent and everything for this month. And, and then uh, 
you know, I'm not going to buy anything else, but I did. I had some gift cards left over from Barnes and Noble and I ended up, I ended up spending $20 out of my own pocket, but I, uh, I got, a, I got $150 worth of books for 20 bucks. Nice. Uh, did you get like mostly graphic novels? Yeah, I got hardcovers. Um, I got volume three of Revival, uh, and I got volume one of East of West, and uh, I got Brian Brian Vaughn's uh, The Private Eye, hmm. which was a an online comic that was collected into hardcover. Yeah. But each one of them cover price is. 50 bucks and then barnesandnoble.com was you know had them all they were already like 15 to 20 percent off and then i had a 20 percent off coupon for your entire order and then image books were buy one or buy two get one free wow and then i had like 37 dollars in gift cards so is that all stacked then it all stacked up and i only spent 20 dollars very nice. On three hardcover, hardcover books. Very nice. Yeah. Good deals. There. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I was uh, saying earlier, uh, we should take a look at Paper Girls mm-hmm. for next week. I need to borrow your first trade because I still don't have issue three. I've still not read it myself. Okay, well. But I planned on doing so. Okay. So as soon as I get through that, I'll let you know. And then... Yep. Yeah, I only need it for the one issue. I have every other issue. Okay. Except for one, a new one came out yesterday. I could go pick that up before next week. Uh, I think the one that came out yesterday is a new arc. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, maybe this would be a good thing to kind of take a look at before we go. But uh, Bender came over and he uh, took in the entire Royal Rumble pay-per-view did with us on Sunday night. Uh-huh. Uh, what are your impressions of the, the Royal Rumble? Had you ever seen a Royal Rumble before? No, I'd never seen a Royal Rumble before. Um, it was it was more exciting than other matches. And you know, I I thought it was I thought it was more exciting. I still th- I thought it was a little silly. Mhm. Just because you know, again, it's not just like, it's it's not just ten dudes just duking it the fuck out in the ring. It's like ten dudes duking it out for two minutes and then sitting on their butts and waiting for the next guy to come in the ring. And then watching one dude take on the newcomer while they sort of sit around and pretend to punch each other you know there are there's a couple instances throughout the match where you've got 12 guys and everyone's wrestling with somebody and you know people are getting thrown over the top and people are getting thrown to the mat and Mm -hmm. blah blah blah, whatever and like it's exciting but the the hilarity like in between Mm -hmm. like fucking jericho just like (laughs) Popping up like he's literally just like laying on the ground outside. Well, that's, that's he's a heel. Yeah, that's what he does. It was a it's a tactic. Uh-huh. Usually, one person every year will try and do something like that. Just where, sit there. Like 
I don't know if you know who the announcer Jerry the King Lawler is. If you've seen him, he's an older guy. He announced the Rumble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he used to wrestle. Right. And one year, he went under the ropes and hid under the ring for almost the entire Royal Rumble <laughs> until Shawn Michaels went out and found him and like pulled him out and threw him back in and then threw him over the top. <laughs> <laughs> So certain guys will try and do that. And like, you know, two years ago, Rusev, he went out and like, you know, people forgot about him. And then he came back in at the very end. Everyone thought he was going to win it. And then he ended up getting eliminated. So Uh, usually they try and work that in somehow. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed the disgust when Roman Reigns came out at number 30. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, okay. It was it was very noticeable. Yeah. See, everyone was hoping that it would be that you'd get at least one or two big surprises. Yeah. That's one of the great things about the Rumble is usually there are at least a couple people that you haven't seen for a long time or like rumors, oh this guy's gonna come back in the Rumble. But that didn't happen. And like Nobody everyone, was a surprise. Not really, no. And like everyone there were all these rumors going around that it would either be like Finn Balor, who you know. Yeah. Or uh, Kurt Angle. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was, like, really popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then he left WWE and went to uh, TNA, and he wrestled there. And he just left TNA last year after being there for almost 10 years. And so he's kind of been in limbo, and there are, like, these rumors that he was going to come back. Uh Uh-huh. And so you had some pretty big names that people were hoping would get that like number 30 spot yeah so then when it was roman reigns who had just wrestled earlier in the night yeah you know it was a big disappointment everyone's like what the fuck really i you know i i definitely see i've heard you know i've heard you talk about before how wwe just continually pushes reigns and no one likes him yeah and i was like this whole pay-per-view is like they're pushing Roman Reigns and no one fucking likes it. Yeah. They just want him to be that guy everyone loves and he's not. Yeah. But they, rather than like doing the smart thing and making him a bad guy, they keep sending him out out there acting like, oh, he's your top baby face good guy. Uh, He doesn't even look like a good guy. I know. That's the crazy thing. I don't know how they don't see it. Yeah. They're just hoping at some point everyone's going to start cheering for him, and it's just not happening. Right. So it's it's very confusing. I What's what's Finn Balor even doing? Because that would have been fucking awesome if he... He got out. injured. Yeah, I, I think I saw on his Instagram or something a long... a while ago. It was back in August. Yeah. He, like... I think he tore... Like, set, he was wrestling Seth Rollins... And Seth Rollins powerbombed him into, like, the barricade on the outside. Uh-huh. And when he went back, he tried to catch himself, and his arm hit, and it ended up, like, I think tearing part of his bicep and his pectoral muscle, uh-huh. and, like, dislocating his shoulder, and really nasty injury. So he yeah. had to have surgery, and uh, he was being checked to, like, get cleared last week. Uh-huh. And apparently he didn't get cleared. They said he's coming back sometime in March. Okay. So. Because I do like Finn Balor. I think he's cool. Yeah. So he'll probably be back for WrestleMania. Yeah. 
But then, like, you know, the other big match, I guess, was the uh, the AJ Styles and John Cena match. Uh-huh. So. Which I wanted AJ to win. Yeah, I and know. Then, Super S- Cena. Yeah. Once again, it was kind of like, Cena kind of seems like um, the Hulk Hogan of this generation. Yeah, definitely. Where, like, no, just, like, no one can beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw it coming because, like, that was John Cena's 16th world championship that he won. Uh-huh. Which ties Ric Flair for the most ever. Yeah. So I figured that was going to happen at some point. Like, they weren't just going to not tie. Yeah. Or, you know, have have that one other person that, like, is making it, you know. Do you think mm-hmm. they'll give Cena a 17th? I don't know. I don't know. They might. Because I feel like he's still got, you know... At least another five years left. Uh-huh. And I feel like at some point in that time, he's going to get number 17, and then he'll be, oh, this, yeah. he's the greatest ever, you know? He has done a lot for the company. and Yeah, I mean... And if you heard him talking about, like, his Make-A-Wish stuff, he is, he's, like, the number one Make-A-Wish grantor, like, in... The, the existence whole, of the whole thing. Really? No one has done more Make-A-Wish appearances, like you know, granted more wishes than he has. So he's he's constantly doing stuff like that. Even at the end of his match with AJ Styles, he got out of the ring and walked into the crowd and walked right up to a kid and mm-hmm. like put the belt on his shoulder and like took a picture with him and yeah. You could the kid like already had like a t shirt signed by a bunch of people and mm-hmm. had he like gave him his hat and stuff. Yeah. So I mean yeah, like <laughs> Cena seems like a great dude. Like mm-hmm. and the thing about him is like he's he's a name outside of WWE too. Yeah. You know? So it's not surprising that, you know, they're they're giving him all that stuff. But still, like, I think it would have been cool. You've kinda got like your your crowd split on Cena. Uh-huh. And even the people who boo him, I think most people respect what he does, you know, but it's if you listen to like the Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. The dueling chant that goes on. Uh, you always notice that the Let's go, Cena is like high pitched. You know, those are all the kids and right. you know, teen girls. Yeah. Crazy for him. And then the Cena sucks will always be like your, you know, your smarky, just <laughs> asshole. Butthurt dwellers. <laughs> butthurt guys. Guys who go, you know, and guys who would be like me, you know. Yeah. Just, fucking he's not as good a wrestler as AJ Styles, you know? Who, right. People who appreciate, like, the art form right. technique of wrestling. Right, the and, technique. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a really good match, though. I enjoyed them. They work well together. Huh. But I enjoy... I, uh, I enjoy being able to have these discussions <laughs> with you. <laughs> I think it was cool. I, like, you know... Not being a fan, I still was, like, kind of excited to see Goldberg. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that was pretty neat. Um, yeah, it was pretty hilarious that he came in and just wrecked Lesnar. Yeah. Just threw him out, you know, immediately. Yeah. Um, I thought it was rad that the, that all the lights go out for Undertaker and then he's just in the ring. Yeah. Like, that was so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just neat. But you could... Undertaker looked so funny, though, because I'm sure he's, like, a huge dude. Yeah. Uh, but just in, like, that, you know, like, old school, like, 
uh, it's like the singlet, the singlet, top, the singlet top, but he's yeah, got, like, but the he's got the pants. long pants on, you yeah. know, and it was just so, he looked, he just looked like he was from a different time, which I know he is, yeah. but it, it really like mm-hmm. hit home and it, cause he kind of, he's obviously, obviously still kind of, you know, strong or whatever, but he kind of has a gut a yeah. little bit and it's just sort of like, that's this... unfortunate because apparently he, I found out he just had hip surgery. Did he? And he's also like 50 years old. I'm surprised he so... went over the ropes. Yeah. Like, you know, being, being that old and stuff. Yeah. I hope that he's able to like get in a little better shape before whatever match he has at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because, like, his thing for so many years was that he couldn't be beaten at WrestleMania. Like, one person's done it. Uh-huh. It was Lesnar. And it was the biggest deal ever when it happened. But, you know, that he did look much more dominant and foreboding when he didn't have a gut. You know? Yeah. He'd had, when he just looked ripped, you uh-huh. know, just muscle-bound with that kind of singlet on. But when you when you throw the beer belly on there, you know. It's still the Undertaker though, so it's yeah, like he's still cool. Yeah, I think like I think, I think if I would have been a fan as a kid, I probably would have liked the Undertaker. Yeah, probably so. I think you would have, especially when they did like, he used to have like buried alive matches Uh where like at the top of the ramp there'd be like a mound of dirt and like a shovel. Yeah. You literally have to like beat your opponent and throw him in the hole and then like cover him with dirt. And then you'd win. Uh-huh. And he also had, like, his casket matches where there'd be a casket next to the ring. And you'd have to win by, like, throwing the guy in there and getting the casket closed. Yeah. And his little gimmicky matches like that were always fun. But, yeah, I, I, thought, it, I thought it was cool to see Goldberg. And I, of course, you know, I know he's older, too, but, God, he is just a monster. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, 52, I think. And he is just stacked with muscle. Yeah. Yeah, he's he looks like he's been putting the work in. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. <laughs> yeah. I like wanted I wanted Goldberg to win just because I was like, God damn, look <laughs> at him. Yeah, I think Jason will be happy to hear that. Yeah, Goldberg is his favorite of all time. I think I again I think if I'd have been a fan as a kid, I probably I might have liked Goldberg too because he was, you know, there were a few when I was younger. Obviously, the big. Kind of like the the John Cena's of my childhood. Yeah, I think Goldberg was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker was one of them. Guys who everyone knew about. Yeah, even if, they even if you didn't watch wrestling, you yeah. still knew who Stone Cold was. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I think uh, you know when I was when I was in grade school, probably like I don't know sixth seventh grade when I was you know having sleepovers with my bros. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our favorite things to do was we would rent just like any wrestling game on N64. Oh yeah. Those were great. And, uh, you know, you'd get like, we would do like elimination matches, I guess. We, I mean, none of us even knew like anything, but you would, uh, you know, knock people out of the ring and they'd be stuck out of the ring. Yeah. So we'd always have like four person matches. We'd knock two people out and then we'd call them the Goonies and they would, be outside the ring and then yeah. the object for the other two was to throw one another out and then the goonies would like always have bats and stuff and they just beat the shit yeah. out of like whoever <laughs> fell out of the ring you have yeah. to like run away and get back into the ring funny enough that you would come down on your own because that's like a real 
style of match that they have sometimes. Really? They're called lumberjack matches. And you have, like, usually a group of bad guys and a group of good guys outside of the ring, just, like, all surrounding it. Uh Uh-huh. So if the bad guy in the match gets thrown out, all the good guys attack him and start beating the shit out of him, and then they throw him back in after Uh they beat him up and vice versa. Right. yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, we would we would do that a lot. I don't even think like, and you know, we never even knew how to win or pin or like yeah. do moves or anything. It was just like we just mm-hmm. somehow get one another out of the ring, and then like I said, the other two would just have bats or chairs mm-hmm. or whatever you pull out of the audience. Yeah, you know, you were probably playing either WCW Revenge, No Mercy from WWF, who still was at the time, I think, and. Uh, WrestleMania 2000, those were the big N64 games, yeah, which are still fun to play. And I think I probably would have like picked Goldberg or something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Well, are you gonna come over for Elimination Chamber in two weeks? Maybe, but if you know, if nothing else is going on, I know uh, my you know my parents like to have dinners on Sundays. Oh, okay. So. Um, That'll that'll kind of be taken into consideration when deciding. But you know, if I'm not here for elimination chamber, we're going to uh, yeah. uh, Ring of Honor mm-hmm. um, very soon. Yeah, I can't remember which date that is. That's next. Look. It's next week. Is it it's, next week already? It's next Sunday already. Yeah. Wow. I know. Boy, it's crazy. Next week, uh, if we're winding down here. Uh, next week, I was thinking we could have our ladies on for a Valentine's Day oh, cast. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. It's a good idea. Yeah. Either, I guess, technically, uh, I guess technically, Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we could do the following Valentine's Day, but, well, you know, I think we could try for this next Thursday. Yeah. So, but yeah, maybe you all can, uh, y'all can look forward to... Having our having our ladies on here, a nice romantic podcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good. We'll have a nice box of chocolates here. And yeah, box wine. of chocolates and wine. Oh my god, we totally should, but don't tell them. Okay, we should just have wine and chocolates, and we can candlelight the room and stuff. We'll put a movie on. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Maybe The Notebook. No, Time Traveler's Wife. Time Traveler's Wife. I've never seen either. It's really sad. Okay. But it's really good. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. And um, we're going to try to pick up Super Scary and Super Fanatics, too. Yeah. Um, Even even if our ladies are on, we'll try maybe touch on that next week. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know whatever super scary is, I'm sure Lindsay will be able to contribute. So, okay. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you guys. And we'll see you in the outro. Bye. Hope you liked that. I just thought it was weird that we said bye at the beginning of the intro. Yeah, because then we come right back. Yeah, with the actual episode. Oops. Next time we'll say enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Oh well. That's okay. Yep. Um.
so that's that. Um, we'll be back here next week. Um, check us out all across social media land, all across the internet, uh, anywhere from our superdivorceme.com official site to uh, the Divorce Club on Facebook to facebook.com slash superdivorce um, all across your Twitter, your Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you say, just at, at superdivorce, super Instagram at superdivorceband, Snapchat superdivorce, and then our personal pages. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, just look up Nicholas Villars. That's my username. <laughs> If you want to follow me on Twitter, look up Bender if you nasty. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Bender Butt. And uh, apparently, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's Bender's Butt mm-hmm. with an S. Because I'm I'm Bender and I'm all about butts. <laughs> um, and that's about it. Yep. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with uh, Super Scary, Super Fanatics, and Our Ladies. Romantic evening with super divorce. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's hopefully that's what we'll have have for you next week. So uh, until then, have a super day. Bye bye. Super divorce.